0: We gonna get your money right. We gonna ease your mind. Bills and things, hopes and dreams, one step at a time. It's the Queen do Welcome to the movement. Cash flows everything around me. Cream
1: Academy. Hey royals, it's Queen Candace, your favorite money management specialist, and you're tuned to Cream Academy, the safe space for black money stories. We are moving along with our th- third installment of Homebuyer How-To's. Join me after this short commercial. Whether it's tax season, the holidays, or whatever falls in between, you wanna make sure that you're being smart with your money. So go visit my girl, Queen Candace, at The Queen Blueprint to learn how to gain your financial freedom. You could get a personalized debt payoff plan, a full financial overview, and learn to repair your relationship with money. Smarter money moves are waiting for you at www.thequeenblueprint.com or call 877-387-BLUE. Academy. I'm your host, Queen Candace, and I'm joined by Tisha of Financial Matters. I told y'all I was going to bring her back for part two. You know, she's my favorite financial specialist. One of my favorites. Let me not say old because somebody might attack me. <laughs> <laughs> Tisha, can you reintroduce yourself and let us know what it is that you do for the new people tuning in?
0: Yes, I'm so glad to be back. Hi, Royal. So my name is Tisha Stevens. I am the CEO and founder of Financial Matters. Financial Matters is all things finances. So just educating and inspiring folks to move to action with their finances, doing a lot of workshops and, um, you know, just partnering with other uh, people in the industry to continue to spread the word. We wanna get people encouraged to get them on their, you know, journey to financial freedom and financial independence.
1: Yeah, I got a snap. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for that. In just a moment, we're jumping back into the chat with Tisha about her first time home owner experience. But first, let me tell you, let me let you guys in on a little secret. So after I became a home a homeowner, I had no idea what the heck I was supposed to do after, right? So I was like, okay, so I did it, yay! But uh, like, what now? Because remember, I was doing this by myself. I had no idea, like, first of all, what to do with the homeowner process or buyer process itself, let alone what happens afterwards. So I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of us, first time home buyers are so stuck on the actual process of getting our homes that we miss the part about educating ourselves on what to do after. So I actually had a renovation property. As you guys know, if you tuned into the last time, if you didn't, you know now. (laughs) I had to renovate my entire uh, condo and my condo is actually a duplex. So I had to redo the whole entire top floor and the whole entire bottom. Mm. Right. So, listen. So, I couldn't even like move in immediately, right? So, I had to make sure that everything was done in complete totality, totality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had so much to do to make it livable and even breathable for that matter because it was a huge wreck. Like the scent that wafted out of here was ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> It seemed as though the previous owners did not care about this property at all because it was like disgustingly dirty and super outdated, like something from a 90s movie and like one of those like ricks that nobody really cares about. But I mean, that's why I got it for a good price that I got it at. Um, (laughs) But even if I didn't have a renovation project to take on, like I still was totally lost on what the next move itself was was Mm. supposed to be. So Tisha, were you confident in taking those first steps into home ownership? Um as
0: I mentioned um, on the previous episode, I had been looking since, you know, 2014. So by 2017, I was ready. Um I felt like I had learned everything that I needed to learn. Um I had thought of all of the things that I you know, that could potentially come up that I should prepare for. So yes, I was, I felt extremely ready. I felt confident. Um As I mentioned, we talked about teams. I had the right team with me and I was comfortable. So I, I knew that this was the right thing. I knew that um, I was going to be okay and that I can do it. So yeah, I, I was ready.
1: Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but it's all right. <laughs> so... <laughs> So what were, what were some of those very first steps? Like if you could give us like three really quick, like first yep. steps that you took after you sealed the deal and wrote off your whole life to this loan. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So, um, the very next thing that I
0: did was, um, one, I wanted to paint before I moved in. Um, that was the 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 thing that was important to me. I was like, you know, before I put any furniture in, let me paint whatever color I wanted. Um I also started to schedule certain things. So like getting the cable um installed, picking which cable provider I wanted. Um, I also what else did I do? So I painting was the number one thing. I did the cable and then I started to Order furniture. And I went a little crazy with this. Um, I already as I mentioned um in the previous segment, I had been in this particular home buying process for a year. A year. Because my building was brand new. And when I first um got into contract, it was just studs, right? So it wasn't even anything livable. So I had to wait. So I already had an idea of like where I wanted to get my furniture from, what colors, like I already, you know, so. Once I um, signed on the dotted line, I started to pull the trigger on that because I wanted to make it a home, right? I wanted to um, have my bed and all of these different things. And I had lived in my apartment for 10 years. So I pretty much didn't bring anything with me. I wanted to start fresh. I just brought my clothes and my um, my couch, my red leather couch, I love it. And I brought my, um, my TVs, but I was really excited about just making my space new and getting the things that I felt I envisioned, you know, living living in my, in- you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah.
1: That's smart. So Royals, please make sure that you do all three of those things <laughs> when you <laughs> buy your home. So don't touch that screen or remote. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. keeping it locked on Cream Academy. I'm your host, Queen Candace, And today is the third installment of our home ownership how to's for Home Ownership Month. I'm joined by the one and only Tisha of Financial Matters and she is shedding some light on the first time home owner experience. Yeah. So has owning your own home shaped the way you feel about and use your finances?
0: Absolutely. Um, I definitely think that for me, it was the first step to building wealth, right? And I'm I always think about like, oh, like if I were to sell this, would I make a profit? How much I could potentially rent it for rent it for? Like you think about all of these things as a homeowner because you want to make sure that, you know your your property is is earning value. You want to make sure that you could potentially, um sell it if you if you need it to like all of those things that really um impact huge financial decisions so i definitely think that it's something that makes sure that i make sure like my credit is always on point that i always have money saved and i'm always thinking about i think i shared with personally queen Candace, about when i wanted to when i want to own an additional property right like what would that look like um, you know, what I potentially need to refinance and all of those different things that you, you think about when you get a house, because it's like, I want more. If I did it the first time, I can do it again. <laughs> or I can go bigger, right? Um, so, um, and you think about like, is my property owner equity? And what does that equity mean? That's like an asset. So it's like all of these things that really make you excited about, um, you know, having this asset that, eventually um, starts to, to, to help you build wealth, right? Because you have what it's worth and then you have what you, what you owe on it. But the difference between that, yeah, that's your capital. And so that's exciting for sure.
1: Man, look, I'm hyped. So, like, really cool <laughs> sidetrack. But like recently I tried to like re uh what what is it called? Refinance my home. Yeah. But um when I tried to do it, it didn't really make sense because of the mm. really great deal that I had got on the condo. And yeah. I was like, it makes no sense to double up my debt. But yeah. in the same breath, you know, I am considering, you know, you can take equity out and then go and find something else and do that and just keep going and going and yeah. going. So I love that idea. And so in that respect, you're saying that this is not going to be your first home or only home. So this is your yes, starter.
0: Absolutely.
1: So what exactly is your your plan moving forward? Like, how do you see owning rental properties or anything like, what are you doing with it? You're just going to keep yeah. buying property? Like, what? where are we going with this investment?
0: So I definitely think my plan is I'm going to rent my condo um, again. It's in a great location. It's right across the street from the train. I also thought about Airbnb, but I said, uh, like I would have to like get somebody to clean it. A lot of overhead goes into that. So I would definitely rent it. And then I want to purchase a two family. So we're purchasing a two family. I can live in one and then I'll have a tenant that live in another one. And then after, you know, I, I do that. I'm not married to a forever home. I'm man. I'm married to ultimately living mortgage-free. So if I can get to a point where I have rental income coming in and they are paying for my mortgage, that that makes me happy. So I want to buy um, after my second fam, my two family. I want to buy an additional property and more properties to come, where those would just be rental units, right? Where I would just buy them. Um, hopefully they don't need too much work, but obviously we'll want them to be livable, modern, all of that good stuff and, and rent those out for sure. Um, locations, I still don't know yet. Um, because again, I, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I purchased in New Jersey just because the properties were cheaper than it was in New York. Like New York is super expensive, but, um, New Jersey also have high, high, um, property taxes. So when you're purchasing your home, you want to all of those things you want to take into consideration. So I might potentially, you know, go further towards like D.C., Maryland area um, in a couple of years. But um, definitely want to stay in this this journey of um, building a real estate portfolio.
1: Yes, I'm Mm -hmm. not sharing so soon because, you know. When you when you talk about it too much, I've talked about it enough. So I'm like, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I will share soon. But it's something along those lines. So I love that thought process. So I do want to know what is one thing you would change about your home buyer, homeowner experience if you could go back in time.
0: I would say I probably would have purchased a house instead of a condo. First? Just, yeah, because I started to like, as I mentioned to you guys, my condo was 220 for a two bedroom. But I also know people who got a first, uh, a one family for the same price. Um, and so mm-hmm. it made me think about like, oh, did I, you know, um, purchase something too, too soon without looking at other options. I mean, obviously I weighed the pros and cons, or at least I I thought I did, where I was like, you know, I don't want to pull the lawn. I don't want to I want to pay my HOA fees and have them do it, but I also okay. thought like there's times like when it's nice out I'm like, I could have had a backyard or I could have, mm-hmm. you know, um had a basement and you know those sort of things where it makes you think about like, did I make the the right decision? But I also remember that this is not, I'm not married to this home. And I can, you know, go bigger, I can um get an addition, you know, additional property. So I, I, I think that would be the, the other thing where I'm like, oh, well, I could have got a house with this, right? Because I do know people who got a house for like 220,
1: 250. Uh, right. Yeah. um Yeah, I I definitely think about it more so when the sun is shining, that whole backyard. (laughs) Definitely. But please keep it locked. We will be right back with Tisha from Financial Matters. Rocking with me, your favorite money management specialist here on Cream Academy. We're going to pick Tisha of Financial Matters Brain on home ownership today. So, Tisha, yeah. what inspired you to start your business? And was that before or after you purchased your home?
0: Oh, this question gives me no. Um, <laughs> so. I know. So what's interesting is that I I have been sitting on my business idea for about 10 years. Um, It Actually, I officially started my business, meaning like got an LLC, pulled the trigger on um, Instagram and put myself out there, stepped out on faith. Um, Actually, the year that I purchased my home. So similar to you, Queen Candace, where I purchased my home and I started my business. Yeah, so I closed February 2017, and my LLC was created um, October 2017. So um, oh. I definitely think that it, I was I was ready, right? Like I felt like I just needed to pull off the band aid and get started mm-hmm. and really put myself out there, so that way I get to live in my purpose um, and you know, share with people my story, my journey, um, so that they could take from it what they felt was applicable to them. And then ultimately just, you know, be able to take tools and tips and implement those into their their own financial journey. Yep.
1: Yeah. I love talking to entrepreneurs. so (laughs) (laughs) So as a tax and wealth specialist, can you break down the benefits of owning a home?
0: Oh, absolutely. So um, as if you're following um, the trajectory of just taxes overall, you'll notice that there's a change, right? So before people were getting so many different um, credits and benefits and now it's pretty much no more, right? Like if you own a home, if you have a business or if you have if you have um, dependent, so the good thing about owning a home is that if you so if you're someone who don't have a kid, it it gives you um, benefits around being able to write off your property, your um, property tax, which is really the taxes that you pay for the entire year. So what you would get in the mail was a 1099, and you would be able to give that to your tax preparer to insert on um, what you call um, a schedule. Aid. And that's that's one thing. Your mortgage interest, that's another thing that you can write off. And so all of these things really reduce your taxable income and your taxable liability. So at the end of your, when you're finished with your tax preparation, you will essentially, um, like you would have paid something, you'd have gotten your credits, and now you would have a surplus um, from that, so that you would get a refund at the end, versus owing, or versus um, you know not getting anything at all. So home ownership definitely helps you because, like I said, it, it you can write off things. It reduces your your taxable income, your tax liability, which ultimately means you're getting money back
1: in return. Awesome! <laughs> I love like you. You guys see me right? I'm all into, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying this um so what about in terms of real estate investing what about that can you talk a little bit about that process so what-
0: I, I i definitely think for, for real estate investing there's so many different ways to invest in real estate if you're the one where as queen candace mentioned that you want to buy multiple properties there's ways of doing that right um I'll start with that one first, and then I'll go to the ones that are like a little bit less risky or like for people who feel like I don't got time to be saving up large amounts of money so that I can purchase physical properties. So um, when you're buying uh, when you're investing in real estate, if you are someone who wants to buy flip, meaning you want to buy a house for super cheap, you want to fix it up and then you want to flip it so that you um, make a profit. Mm -hmm. That's one way. If you're someone who wants to buy a property, fix it up, and then you want to rent it out, and you want to, you know, manage multiple properties or units where you you are the landlord, that's a that's another way. And then um, those two things require you to one have cash on hand, right? Because if you're refinancing, if you're financing, you're gonna have um, you're gonna have to put 20% down as an investment property or if you're going to live in the property you can do the FHA or conventional loans which require you to put down 3 to 5%. So it all depends, right? Uh um one of the things people don't know is that if so I've been in my home for 3 years, if I were to purchase a house today and I rent my my current property and I live in my new property that I'm buying, I would qualify as a first time home buyer again. So Wait, hold on. That-
1: Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Run that back. Say that again. <laughs> so, if if you live in your house
0: for three years and you purchase something that is bigger, that it's in a new location, you qualify as a first time home buyer again, which means that if you put 3.5 down on your house or your property, your first property three years ago, you can put 3.5 again after three years. You, you have to make sure. So for example, if I'm, I'm in New Jersey, if I was buying in New York, I would qualify as a first time home buyer. If I buy 50 miles from where I live today and it's a bigger unit, um, it's a house. I qualify for as a first time home buyer again. So that's that's actually how people are getting multiple properties um, because they are doing the FHA process multiple We're times. Happy. So. Keep.
1: Um, so would that mean that you then re-qualify for all of those first time homeowner grants again?
0: So it depends. It depends because. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you would have to see where the, the stipulations lie. I know for FHA, you definitely qualify. For the grant, it depends on the bank or the agency, right? Um, and whether or not they actually for proof to say, like, you're no, you're no longer living in your the home that you had before. So you want to make sure that, you know, you look at the fine print and you ask those questions so that you know whether or not you can um, add a grant to that 3.5 F- FHA for requalifying as a first time home buyer.
1: What? All right, y'all. So listen to me, okay? And listen to me good. This is why it's an important like, decision that even if you are proficient in a field and you understand kind of what the mechanics are, to have other financial specialists tell you that, you know, your dream of owning like 20 properties is possible, especially because you started so young. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Yes, what yes, yes, the heck?
1: That yes. That is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So you specified like 50 miles. If so that's if I want to stay like in the same state.
0: No. So that's just like if I were to buy a house in New Jersey, right? And I already have a condo. That's the 50 miles. If you buy right, it right. in a different state, it's just the three years and that's
1: it. Yeah. Okay. So you guys will see me in another home <laughs> in about two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> here, okay? Yes. What the heck? See, you You know, coming on to Cream Academy, I, even I learn new things every exactly.
0: time. Exactly. <laughs> and then just to add, um, just two more things. So one, if you're someone who wants to, you're like, I don't really want to own properties. I prefer to... Like, I want to invest in real estate, but I don't want to like purchase a a physical property. There's REITs. Um, So, REITs are basically a combination of um, properties or entities that someone owns that you can buy shares in. So, I like to use the example of Apple, um, Apple REIT, which is they own a bunch of hotels. And so you can invest in them, and now you own shares in their hotels. Um, there's also things like Fundrise um, and Fundrise is basically um, it's a, it's safe where you put like, uh, I think they might have a, either $500 or $1,000 minimum to invest and they mm-hmm. buy the properties. You invest in them and you automatically get an 8% of return, guarantee 8% of return ROI on whatever money you invest.
1: So, like y'all realize why she's my favorite financial specialist, right? (laughs) One of my favorites. Don't kill me out there, (laughs) y'all. She, she, she definitely in the top, though. Like, no, number one. Don't tell nobody. But um, it is time for me to ask my favorite question in the whole wide world. And it is our final question for the episode. What does financial freedom mean to you?
0: This question warms my heart. So, (laughs) financial freedom to me means living life on my own terms. I want to be able to wake up, work for myself, travel when I want to, um, not have to work for money or trade time for money. Um, I want to be able to not live like a lavish life, but be comfortable, right? Not have to worry about, oh, I gotta wait until I get paid, or oh, I gotta wait until you know this money come in. Like I want to be able to just have abundance. Um, I want to be able to like not be stressed or have fear or anxiety around finances when things have to be moved around. So ultimately, it's just living life on my own terms, being free financially. Free, what you know, meaning like if I'm at a stressful job and I can't take it and I wanna leave, I can walk away because my mental health is more important to me than getting paid a salary, right? So that's what I mean, like free. A, a lot of us, we can't do that. I can't do that now, but that that's the goal that I'm aspiring to, yes.
1: Okay, I said it was the last question, but then you made me think of something. So, <laughs> so you are- <laughs> You are, <laughs> you are um, working a nine to five job and doing your business. So at yeah. some point, do you want to leave your business, your, your nine to five uh, to strictly do your business and the real estate thing? Absolutely. So my
0: goal, honestly, guys, I'm 35. I think I got another five years in me for corporate America. And I want to be able to be, um, you know, a full-time entrepreneur. I want to have multiple businesses, multiple streams of income. So definitely want to, you know, live, be in my space of my business for financial matters, but also have my real estate portfolio. That's again, paying my mortgage and me being, right. you know, um, mortgage free and paying my bills and all of that. Good stuff. So yes, that's what I'm aspiring to.
1: You give me life. I cannot wait (laughs) to work on other projects with you. I I am super excited. So please let the people know where they can contact you.
0: Absolutely. So if you are interested in reaching out to me or just, Stopping by to see what I'm up to, please visit my website um, www.financialmattersllc.com. And if you want to just check me out on social media, I am financial matters underscore on Instagram and my financial matters at Facebook. Um, so would love to just have you stop by and and see what I'm up to. Yeah.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so so much for being on Cream Academy. Thank you so So, much for having me. It was a pleasure. Yay! I'm glad. (laughs) So Royals, you know what time it is. Your story is the key to unlocking financial healing in our culture. If I decided not to share my money story or Shatisha chose not to share her money story, so many people would not know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So please share it with me and let's work on changing the narrative together. Go to thequeenblueprint.com slash QBT, scroll all the way down and share your money story with me. And, you know, drop me a line on Instagram at thequeenblueprint. Thank you so much. Thank you all for tuning in and remember if it costs your peace, it's too expensive
0: <laughs> We're gonna get your money right we gonna need your mind Bills and things, hopes and dreams one step at a time. Moves one step